This is Imperfect Action with Brock Edwards, and I've got to tell y'all, I'm a little bit bummed today. My guest is Kat Tripley, and that's not what I'm bummed about. Uh, Kat Tripley and I had a great conversation, a very different conversation, and there was a technical glitch, and I lost about half the audio. The first half of the conversation is completely gone. And so my, my dilemma, what I'm bummed about is that all that was lost, and it's a choice of do you try to recreate the conversation that happened, uh, or do you go with what you have, or do you do something else? And I debated it, and some of the things that we talked about at the end were, were too good to lose, I think, and so really decided to just press on. Uh, that, that is the title of the podcast, Imperfect Action, so we will move forward imperfectly. But let me tell you a little bit about Kat. And so Kat is a former amateur and professional world champion bodybuilder. She's won multiple titles, both as amateur and as a professional. Uh, she was at her inner prime during the 80s and has maintained a very high level of fitness since then. And she, after retiring from bodybuilding, she went on to become an entrepreneur, opened four different gyms in Santa Rosa, California, and is working on opening up her fifth gym. And we, we, our conversation really kind of dove into this idea of conscious fitness. Now, she wrote a book called Conscious Fitness. And if you listen to my episode with Bill Courtright, uh, Bill referenced that book and, and also had a lot of praise for Kat's approach to fitness. And really what conscious fitness was about was getting into a peak performance state while uh, weightlifting is the, the focus of her book. And uh, we talked a bit about the importance of weightlifting overall. And then she almost refers to, well, she does refer to it as being in a, in a hypnosis, a hypnotic state. I, I th thought of it more as that peak performance state, that, that hyper-intentionality, hyper-focus. Uh, and she takes it to the point of, of not even wearing headphones while she's li lifting weights, which is a bit different from what you normally see in a gym. But she didn't want anything to dilute her focus. Um away from the, the exact muscle and the exact portion of the muscle that she wanted to work on. And that's a bit different than maybe we normally think about weightlifting. And her advice for someone just starting out was to, one, just get consistent. Don't, don't worry about getting super fancy. Just can, get consistent. And then, two, get curious. Start asking why and, and figuring out how your body works and, and where to focus it. And in fact, she even recommended using Google to dig up anatomy charts and, and really understand how the body works when you're, so that when you're asking it to work uh, under weight, uh, it works well. In fact, we even talked a little bit about what, what does an experienced weightlifter need to learn or unlearn? And she mentioned that it's really about moving your muscle versus just lifting weights. It's not going for a specific, specific number, a specific poundage, it's really focusing on moving and growing and developing that, that specific muscle. And so there, there was a bit lost there, um, but what, what remains was worth keeping. And so where we transition into the audio, she was really talking about just moving some of the muscle in the gym and a little bit about the difference between uh, weight, uh, bodybuilding and powerlifting and where those merge. And it's, please stick with it for the first few minutes because then we really start getting into world champion mindset. And, you know, 
as a world champion, I was really curious to hear what she had to say about that. So again, apologize for the technical glitch. Um, maybe we can get Kat back on at a later date, but it's worth pressing forward. So thank you. So this technique then of what, here's, here's the benefit. And this, this is why bodybuilding will inform powerlifting. And a little bit of vice versa, by the way. I, you know, I, I believe that uh, when I started, I did a lot of uh, power moves just to kind of fortify the body, you know, to make you believe that you could do, you know, some good heavy weight. But once you understand how your muscle moves, then you can ask them to all work together for that goal, for that one rep max. But until you learn that, it's a crapshoot, in my opinion. You know, you're, you're so focused on the weight and not focused on what's happening in your body that you can lose that. Yeah, so I, I'm trying to picture even just the mental difference of, you know, lifting for the absolute versus lifting, or, or I guess, you, you, how'd you describe it as, you know, moving the muscle? Let me shift gears here a little bit, Kat. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, well, I'm, I'm still trying to think through what we're just talking about. So. I know, it, it's a little bit, it's, it is mind boggling. And you know, you're not alone in this because um, I will quite often have people leave a, a training session and say to me, oh my God, that was more exhausting mentally than it was physically. Yeah. You know. Oh, I can totally imagine that. And but then the next day they're sore as they can be in that one spot. <laughs> oh wow. Right? So instead of having sore shoulders because you bench press, your pecs are sore. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is it, it does seem it's a high level. Okay, but here's the benefit. I know you want to shift gears, so hold that thought. All right. But here's the benefit. I am a busy-minded person. I am very difficult uh, to pin down. It is hard for me to sit in a sitting meditation. Although I do it, you know, I won't do 30 minutes. I might do 10, but it's hard. When I work out with these techniques, it's a moving meditation. So I have an hour, an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half of focused concentration and when you leave you realize okay i didn't think about money i didn't think about the job i didn't think about my dogs my cats what i needed to do the house you know none of that it all drops away with this laser focus yes yeah, and so that's where the hypnosis comes in okay yeah same idea yeah. So uh, again, you know, I hadn't heard of hypnosis and weightlifting put together and haven't heard really meditation and weightlifting in the same sentence as well. But when you describe it there as being much more uh, about getting very clear, very focused, very intentional on the exact thing that you're doing, that starts making a lot of sense to me then. Yes. And not only the exact thing that you're doing, but before that, what you want to do that moment, that day. You know, what is it that you want to grow? 
it's not just coming if you come in if you try to make yourself come in every day and lift weights just for the sake of lifting weights or because you think you need to do it because you think you need to be healthy you know it's probably not going to stick but if you come in and you think to yourself today is my day to grow today is my day to find something new that i'm capable of doing that's that's exciting to me you know people always ask me they go you still get sore yeah i get sore of course i get sore that's the goal you know you still do this you still try to do that yeah every day after 38 years every day that i'm in that gym i'm trying to create something new so this might tie together here um you know you you were world champion and to me, in, in my head, that comes with a very different mindset. You know, people talk about being, having a world champion mindset, but you were actually a world champion. And so, yeah. I, you know, I, th I think <laughs> yes. you're an authority on this. Yes. Uh, so what is different um, for, from, you know, within yourself, and, and obviously you would have known other world champions, what is different about that mindset from the, you know, just really good competitor mindset? I think it's just what we just talked about. I think it's finding that other level of excellence that is not about the status quo. It's not about maintaining. It's a curiosity. And I also think it's a very internal process. Mm. And if you don't have that ability to go internal and you come in the gym and you know, you want to scream and yell and make everybody look at you or drop weights or do whatever that is. That's external. That is an external um, focus. When you come inside your body, it's a very quiet thing. It's just, it's, it's you having conversations with, oh, this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> with not only your muscle, but like I said, tendons and ligaments, blood and oxygen, your heart, your internal organs, all of it. And it's really, that, that excites me. This is, you know, having a conversation with all your various parts, your various bodies, you know, and when you do bodybuilding, it's kind of, it, it's an interesting thing because I've told people it's a crazy sport because we're actually looking for failure. We're looking for total physical muscular failure. And that's unlike any other sport. I can't think of one that is actually looking for that end goal, right? Yeah. If you're running, and your body wants to quit. You're, you're like, no, 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 no. You know, I just, I just, I'm gonna think of anything I can think of to, to not, not burn like that, not want to quit. This is very different. This is like you gotta go through those pain barriers because you're looking for that point where your muscle gives out, mm. and it absolutely physically cannot do anymore. So you can't find that fine line between physical and mental failure, unless you're quiet. Hmm. 
because I tell people all the time, I said, you stopped. Why'd you put the weight down? I couldn't do anymore. Was that physical failure or mental failure? Because I can tell by looking at you, that was a that was an uh, excuse me an emotional failure, mm. or a mental failure, or a spiritual failure. Those are all different bodies. Well, you mentioned you're a busy-minded person. How do you get to that level of focus? Well, now you know now it's it's uh, uh, easier for me than it was you know. 20 years ago. Sure. Um, it's through practice. It's through practice. Okay. So, so, one of the things you that I do is I definitely take a moment um, just after I arrive at the gym. It might be before my first set where I will sit on the bench, close my eyes, and decide what I want for myself in this workout. And that right there, that very simple act will change your focus. You know, how many people do that, Brock? I mean, they come in, they go, oh, I got to do biceps today. And, and uh, either my personal trainer, or my coach said this or that, or I read this and okay, now I'm going to do exactly eight reps uh, at, you know, 25 pounds um, of overhead. You know, it's, we love we love data and there's, there's more information than that in the universe. But I can't tell you the number of people that say, well, how many reps should I do? Well, how much weight should I do? Well, do I do four sets or three sets or five? Sets? I'm like, okay, stop. You do what you have to do in that moment. If I have a set routine that says, I do three sets of bench press and then I move on to something else. What if on that third set, I'm really starting to feel it. I'm starting to connect. I'm starting to feel stronger. I'm starting to, to really tune into that particular movement of muscle. Why will I walk away from it? Do another two sets, do another three sets. Sometimes I go up to eight sets on squats because it takes me that long to feel what I want to feel. Sometimes I walk away from it after three because I'm like, mm, no, that's not the movement for me today. Yeah, that's a because level. If you think about it, our bodies are not static, right? Our yeah. bodies are in continual motion. In other words, um, depending on our environment and what I mean by environment, that could be, the air you breathe today, the food you ate today, the water you took in today, your emotional uh, environment today. Maybe you had somebody yell at you on the road in your car. Those things cause real changes in our bodies. When I get to that gym, I've got to do what my body is telling me is the right thing to do at that moment. So I don't want to be locked into a routine. Well, that's a level of intuition and sophistication, I assume, that comes with experience. Yes. Yes. It can be taught. Yeah. So, but so it's, like any, it's like anything else. Meditation can be taught. Um, you know, you name it, right? We get better with practice. Right. So, so that's that world-class level, just not to freak everyone out thinking that, you know, the moment they walk into the gym, they've got to be able to. They've got to have that level. 
Yeah. No. I would say the moment you walk into the gym, it should be an inquiry. Mm. Not, not a pattern. Well, as one of my last questions for you here, Kat, let, I want to ask, what, have some, what are some of the best lessons that you have taken away from, from either from bodybuilding or being a business owner? I imagine there's actually a little bit of overlap there. In, in yeah, there, there is overlap for sure. I think um, one informs the other, of course. Um, but I think with bodybuilding, it was the fact, and this, you're right, it does inform the other. I was a little skinny girl. You know, I was a, a pretty powerless uh, on a number of levels. And I think what it taught me was just keep pushing outward. Just keep pushing. It'll move. It'll move. And it ties right back to the title of your podcast, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So any action is better than inaction. Keep pushing outward. There is no end to this experience until it ends. There's no perfect way to stop doing what you're doing. There's no, you know, retirement. There's no, keep curious, stay curious, keep pushing. And bodybuilding taught me that, you know what? You couldn't push that hundred pounds yesterday, but all of a sudden you did. Right in an instant, as you get stronger, you can't walk into the gym and push 100 pounds day one. But you keep practicing, and all of a sudden, in an instant, there's that, that tipping point that, oh, my God, I just did one rep with 100 pounds. That's pushing outward, right? Pushing into something new. Same thing with business. It's, it's not absence of fear. It's proceeding anyway, in spite of your fear, mm. right? So I think a lot of people get stopped, especially with lifting, you know, because they're afraid. That's okay, except your fear. People say, oh, don't be afraid, just come in the gym. Well, that doesn't ever work, does it? So accept your fear, do it anyway. And once you get to the other side, you'll realize there was nothing there to be afraid of. You know, I mean, I have a uh, ninth grade, not even a ninth grade education. I, I quit school, you know, before I finished the ninth grade. And I'm not bragging about that, but I'm telling you that I have become a world champion athlete. I have become a, a, an entrepreneur of, you know, four different gyms. I have authored a book that is so well received that I won a Nautilus Silver Award. And that's with a less than a ninth grade education. So what's the difference? It's curiosity. It's pushing outward. It's going anyway in spite of your fear. And that might not happen immediately, and for me, it never does. In other words, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, I'm not met with a fear and then I go, oh, immediately. Okay, let's just blast through that. It takes work. But eventually, it's that stepping over the edge that helps you to push outward and keep growing. 
physically and <laughs> emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of it. Well, Kat, where can people find you if they want to find out more? Oh, they can find me at cat.consciousfitness at gmail.com. And they can find my book on Amazon, Conscious Fitness. Excellent. And um, yeah, you know, um, you, I'm also on Facebook, Cat Tripoli. You can absolutely uh, send me a message there until we get all the uh, websites up and everything that uh, we have in the process. So yeah, that's how you can connect with me. I'm very accessible. All right, outstanding. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome, Brock. It's been a pleasure. Hey, thank you for listening to Imperfect Action today. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was. What what are you going to take from the show and put into action in your life right now today to help you move forward? Hit me up in the comments or on Twitter. I'm dying to hear how is this show helping you to move forward? Now, one of the things I want to mention was that today's episode was brought to you by NutraFit. Now, I tried NutraFit's whey protein supplement after meeting the founder and hearing about his journey and his commitment to quality. I like to support up and coming businesses, so I gave it a try and I was really amazed at it. Now, I've had a lot of different protein drinks, but what made NutraFit different is one that it mixes immediately and also that the chocolate flavor actually tasted like chocolate. You know, so often they taste that like some kind of chemical engineering science project rather than just like food. And on top of that, NutraFit has no artificial sweeteners, colors, or preservatives. Plus, it includes probiotics, and I find it to be easy on the stomach. Now, the true taste test of it all is that my teenage daughter even likes it. She often has a shaker cup in the morning just on her way to school. Now, there are a lot of supplement brands on the market, but I do want to mention that NutraFit happens to be my personal favorite. And as a listener of Imperfect Action, you get 15% off of any order. When you're at checkout, after you've picked out your products, just use the code TAKEACTION. And that's written as one word, just take action at checkout. Now, my personal favorite, and I'm not trying to influence you here, but is the double chocolate whey protein. And you can order right on NutraFit's website. That's N-U-T-R-I-F-I-T-T. There's two T's in there. So NutraFit.net. And let me know what you think.